This is a HeadGum Podcast. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We say thank you for today. We say thank you for another beautiful day just of another chance to just breathe, to be in this life. Because we got things to do. We have people to see and we have lives to change. And we say thank you. We ask for the grace and the strength to be the impact, to be the change, to be that person that can be that shoulder for someone else to just bear upon. We ask for us to be iron that sharpens other iron, that we can just be strong and unified together and love you and usher you back in. So we just say thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you. Good day. Thank you. Okay, fabulous, y'all. Monos. Hey, y'all. So I am going to be here by myself today. We had a guest on the on dock, but, you know, because of scheduling, girl. So it's good. So we're going to be here spilling the dish, and then I'll be taking questions from you. It's going to be real good, girl. I can't wait. Bam. All right. The inauguration fashion. Well, legendary children, we got a new president. No more of the Cheeto. Can we say that? No more of the Cheeto. Girl, we thank God for this regular white man that has a regular white man tan. Girl, no more of that Cheeto pace. That Cheeto dust is gone. We have the new President Joe Biden and Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. We did it. We did it, Joe. Oh, it was such a beautiful ceremony. It was so beautiful. We had Lady Gaga with the dead pigeon on her shoulder, girl. It was gorgeous. No, it was a gold bird. It was fabulous. Anybody else think that she was giving very Hunger Games tease? But she opened up with the national anthem. Then J-Lo sang, this land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Islands. I just found the thing hysterical. Uh, People did start to drag her for that whole, let's get loud. People were still like, wait, what, what's going on, sis? Wait, what, what what was happening? That's what, I don't know. Anyway, then Garth Brooks got up there singing Amazing Grace. I find it ironic. Um, maybe y'all should just do a little bit of history about the person who wrote Amazing Grace and the rest of the stanza, as well as the rest of the stanza for the Star Spangled Banner. But anyway, I'm just going to say, y'all do your own research. Um, the star of the inauguration was the nation's first ever youth poet laureate. 22-year-old Amanda Gordman. We see you. Who recited a beautiful poem about America unifying. Later that night at the closing ceremony, which I guess was shot remotely due to COVID, Audra Day performed, And I'll rise up, highlight the rain. Y'all know that song? It was so good. Uh, From the roof of the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. Beautiful. And then our beautiful, delicious butter pecan brother, John Legend, performed Feeling Good. You know, he has that feeling good, yeah, feeling good, yeah. Anyway. That's my John Legend impersonation. I love him. Um, He sang his song, okay, feeling good, yeah, in front of the Lincoln Memorial. 
Oh, that's fabulous. Can I do a little concert there? Somebody book it. Is it under contract that he must perform at all of the Democratic events? Like, because he's been there. Or is he just that good, you know? (laughs) Okay, inauguration fashion. Okay, everybody has probably already covered the pomp and circumstance, but I am here to talk about the fashions, darling, the fashions. Okay, so here we go. First, we had First Lady Doctor. She says, make sure you put the doctor in my name, Dr. Jill Biden. Okay, now her dress and overcoat was designed by a brand called Mercurian, and they make clothes that are custom ordered, so they reduce on waist. But let's really talk about what he made her. The dress was, you know, it was a dress. Now, the overcoat. Now, they said that the overcoat was stoned in Swarovski stones. Now, I didn't see any stones, and I'm thinking if she did have any stones on them, they were probably the 14mm, if, you know, anybody had to do any rhinestoning for anybody, you know, the 14mm are the real small ones, girl. Because when Wendy Williams pulled the photo up, and when I looked at it, I couldn't see any Swarovskis. I saw stuff that maybe looked like lint. That's what it looked like on the dress to me, some lint. Oh. Um, like she, you know, it it I felt like she's the first lady. Like we can see the diamonds and the pearls in her necklace, but that coat girl looks like lint. Anyway, <clears throat> then we have Madam a Vice President who wore outfits designed by two black designers. Christopher John Rogers and Sergio Hudson. Okay, it was cute, right? It was really cute. The purple was cute on Kamala. Da, 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 da. I'm just going to say the two times that Kamala has been in fashion, I just have not been. Like when she was on Vogue, I was I, I was just like, you know, a suit. It was like blah. You know, we had all this silk charmeuse around her. I was like, why y'all didn't drape her in the silk charmeuse or whatever. Anyway, now we also have... The legendary Michelle, who was also dressed by the same two designers who dress Madam Vice President. Can we just talk about how legendary she just came out in this monochromatic number, honey? And the color plum, girl, she looked good. She looked like some of some of our mother's old lipstick color who would wear that plum color. Girl, it was cute. Girl, she walked out in them wide leg pants down them stairs with the rollers fresh in her hair, girl. The, the, now, I talk about Michelle Obama always having that luscious, dark, and lovely hair, girl. Like, you don't see a kink nowhere, girl. Them edges is greased and lay, girl. And she just held her husband's hand and she just went down the stairs, girl. You know she smelled like motions and cocoa butter, girl. I'm serious. I love her so much. Okay, now, this is the gag. The gag. Now, I love this. I love this. I love this because we're always talking about, you know, bringing uh, black people forward and giving them uh, notoriety when notoriety is due. So because these two chocolate melanated black designers, Christopher, John and Sergio, who made Madam Vice President and Michelle Obama, do you know their numbers went from 50,000 up to 130,000 on social media within a few hours? I live for that. Like, that is so So, so amazing. And kudos to you. Thank you for making sure that our ladies look amazing. I do think you could design something else better for Kamala. I'm just saying. You know, something else, girl. Whatever. We can talk about her shady-ass nephew, Kamala's shady-ass nephew. Um, Why? Now, it's her time to shine. I just want to know, why did you feel the need to spend $2,000 when we out here hungry? 
you know, hungry, eating Vienna sausages, trying to survive, you know, living off of ramen, pork and beans, okay, with sandwiches, okay, taking the bread and just folding it in half, wishing you had something to put on it, okay? Anybody grew up with a sandwich, a syrup sandwich, just slap the dashboard or wherever you at and just say, that was me. This punk spent $2,000 just to walk down the street, just uh, rude, light skin privilege. You see that raggedy bitch, just... Well, you know them hoes. You know, them light brights, they don't act too well. Anyway, we thank God for him too, raggedy bitch. Um, I mean, I'm fine if you to board him, but you really had to show out this day on The Nation like the nation is watching, bitch. We watch, they about to cut off our cable and our internet, and we see you spend $2,000. We out here hungry, and she's supposed to be the one. You know she cussed him out, because you know Kamala cussed your ass out. She got on the blogs and said, oh, so you decided today to whip, bitch, you know she whooped his ass, girl, with a good old extension cord. Jewels and not Santana I am talking about. <clears throat> you got to clean your act up. Okay, rumor has it, Solange and Beyonce are very upset. Why are they upset? They are upset because Solange's son... Jewels has been in the public with bad behavior, okay? So here's the adult catch-up on teenage drama, right? So Solange's son, Jewel Smith, is 16. Side note, he kind of do look like Will Smith's son, too. Like, anybody think about it? He do look like he could be one of them. Look at the photo again. Jewel Smith, who was 16, dated Disney Channel star Sky Jackson. Oh, so she is a cougar in these streets, okay? So she likes to rock the cradle. Yeah, that's so strange, Sky Jackson, that you are out here, you know, when you were 17, let the, the, the track record be shown that when you were 17, you was dating him, okay? Now, he's tall, but he's 15. Now, Beyonce, that her children and her grandchildren are already rich, but Sky Jackson, you got your own coin, Tara. You know, Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan and all them hoes was out here dating grown men. You know, Michelle and the Austin twins, girl, they love grandfathers, okay? And you just, I don't get it. Anyway, so here's why Beyonce and Solange are mad. Allegedly, he leaked a video of them doing, let's say, adult things while they were underage, which is, i.e., inappropriate. Um, we can call that alleged revenge porn because that's what that is. Okay, just to let you know. Then a group chat of Jewel's confirming his relationship with Sky got leaked. This is not how Beyonce and Solange moved. Like, I'm gonna let you know, the only reason that videotape came out of Solange choking up Jay-Z. Allegedly. Was because they didn't own that hotel, girl. I'm telling they don't they don't put their business out here in the streets like this. And even when they left the the elevator, girl, Solange looked perfectly fine. Jay-Z didn't look scuffed up. Everybody looked like, girl, you know, it's for the public, girl. They don't do this. I first of all, I'ma just say this. I cannot even imagine how much trouble Mr. Jewels is in, girl. You know she, you know Beyonce said, I'm taking two million out of your trust. Two million, okay? And your ass is left with just 85,000, bitch. That's all you getting, bitch. 85 stacks. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say this. Um, now, we know that Miss Sky Jackson is taking legal action. We also know that Sky Jackson is not one to be rumbled with in these streets. If we remember that when uh, Miss Azalea Banks tried to come for her, bitch, she shut her down, okay? Miss Sky Jackson is not the one to play. So, 
I feel really bad for him. This is not going to end well. Okay, Sky Jackson is probably going to come up. He, she's going to leave with a with a uh, with a fat fat check. Okay, thank you. Now, sis, we will be right back with a little bit more for you right after this break. Rudy Giuliani. This man ran around the country lying on Dominion voting systems, okay? And they said they've had enough, okay? And they hit him with what? A $1.3 billion, okay? I'm going to just say that again. A $1.3 billion lawsuit Yikes. for defamation, okay? After everything this man has done... <clears throat> Can't say that we feel sorry for him. I mean, he had hair dye dripping down his face. He farted on the mic during the election hearing. Like, trash. And then, first of all, we know that um, he stands such as, like, a, a starch right-wing conservative. But uh, y'all remember that video where he was in that store? I believe it was in, like, Trump Towers in the mall somewhere. And he was in drag. Y'all remember that video? Y'all remember when he wanted to cross-dress and, and feel the sensation, girl? When he wanted to feel those nylon panties against his leg, honey? When he wanted to have the ch-ch of Chanel, honey, on the of his neck, girl? Yes, girl, do y'all remember that? Anyway, we just want to put the final verdict out that this man is what? Trash, and I believe that God is getting him, girl. And I hope he got to pay every ounce of that $1.3 billion for defamation. Serves your trifling ass right. Now, jumping back to a lighter note, Cardi B and Scissor's wig, y'all. Truthfully, that was my wig. Okay, Cardi B is looking good in this big wig, honey, this big hair girl. Now, <clears throat> I heard some rumors that Cardi B was pregnant, but she definitely is not, okay? Because did we all see her in my wig? Play. First of all, you can tell she's not used to being in all of these bundles, girl, because she didn't know how to touch her hair gracefully. She was like, ooh, I don't know how to turn my neck, girl. It's a little too heavy. But, girl, she was gyrating them hips with that flat tummy, girl. And that thong, girl, she was just doing this, just gyrating, rolling. Wine, Nikki, wine, Nikki, wine. Ba-dum, bum, twirl, Nikki, twirl. Y'all remember that song from the 90s? Anyway, girl, she was looking good on her IG, girl. Flat tummy. I'm going to get some of that flat tummy tea. Anybody else? Thank you. All right, y'all. Now, we love... Anybody love Dance Moms? Do y'all remember that cute little girl named JoJo? And then she left that show, and then she became a YouTube sensation, and she talks really, really big and really loud and really, really fast with a little, little lip. Anyway, she's so cute. Anyway, y'all, she recently just came out as queer, y'all! <laughs> she is in the family which is a beautiful thing. However, because her fan base is so young, some of her fan base and their parents are feeling like they are going to remove themselves and their children from like being a part and following um, JoJo because she's queer now, which I really feel is really disheartening and sad because I feel like JoJo is, first of all, is just one a child. She's a teen, just like a lot of these other people, uh, these other 
teens out here, and I think she can be a great representation and a great role model for just young queerness. And um, it's just really sad that they just want to remove themselves just because she came out as queer. It's just, it's just so sad. Like, y'all would have been totally fine with her, you know, doing the same thing as long as she didn't come out. It's just sad. It's just, it's just really sad. But anyway, you know, we have hope for another day and a brighter tomorrow. But shout out and kudos to JoJo. And we say, sis, we stand and we stand with you and we support you. I just keep doing what you're doing. Know that God loves you, sis. And God's going to bless you, okay? Bam. Girl, now it's your time. Family, now I want to hear from you, okay? I want to hear how you feel about these topics. I want to hear how you feel about what's going on in your own life and if you want some advice, okay? So hit me up at 818-252-9468. That's 818-252-9468. Or if you go, I don't want to call you, but I do want to write to you. You can hit me up at aceofheartspod at gmail.com. That's aceofheartspod pod at gmail.com okay all right now now we're going to read one of your letters and we're going to respond to it so here we go this letter is from chris and here we go hey monique my name's chris from montebello california i have a little bit of a dilemma well it's not a dilemma all of my friends are having covid parties through this whole pandemic and they know that i'm taking it seriously So now they've just stopped inviting me altogether. Should I stop feeling left out, even though this is my decision? I still miss them. Chris. All right, Chris. This is how I feel about the situation. One, I want to commend you for taking uh, this pandemic very seriously. Two, I commend you for taking your own health, safety, and sanity very seriously. Um, I think you should not feel left out because you know why they are not calling you. You know why they are not inviting you to these shindigs or these soirees. So this is what I would say. If you miss them, then how about you take initiative and you plan to do something maybe outside where it's just maybe the three of you or the four of you. Um, Maybe y'all can go to the park. Um, Or maybe if you so choose, you go, look, go get a COVID test. You come back and it says you you know, negative. We can have like a light, you know, hot chocolate party on my back patio or on the, you know, whatever, but just use precaution, zoom them. But you know, if they're going to be having a thousand one people, girl, it's just not worth it. And, um, I think they would rather see you alive and healthy than be over your body watching you dead. Right. Cause that's how it happens. Girl. We have no time for you to, for, for you to digress. So just stay blessed, stay whole and enjoy your own time. Okay. Enjoy your own company. Find something that you enjoy uh, a new hobby, a new book. So find something that you enjoy about yourself. Uh, find something that you want to develop uh, and spend your energy and your time there instead of spending your energy and time on people that clearly are not taking um, the pandemic serious. Period. And love yourself. Bye! Uh, so much that we are thankful for on this day. We are very, very blessed. We are alive and well, and God is faithful. Amen. We are thankful that Mr. Cheeto is gone. We are yet praying for him to be arrested, okay? And everybody else, the Zuckerbergs and everybody else that needs to go to jail with him. They go. Um, but we are very, very blessed that we have Auntie Kamala. We did it. We did it, Joe. We so are thankful. We're thankful for another uh, another white president, Mr. Joe Biden. 
Um, but we thank God that he has some common sense. Praise God. Um, but <laughs> we thank God for Cardi B in this new wig that I'm going to hopefully pray that she gives to me. We thank God for who? <laughs> Mayor Juliana getting sued that $1.3 billion. Girl, we just thankful God is getting the wicked and he's going to get them one by one. And he said, what? Stand still and watch me turn your enemies into your footstool. I want you to be blessed on that this week. See y'all next week. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.